Everybody's favorite guest. <laughs> and he's on. Hello. Hi, Alex. How's it um, going? It's going well. Um, welcome to the CASA update for March 23rd, 2015. Hi, Alex. You've been super busy, haven't you? Yes. Have you slept any? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I force myself to sleep every night. Um, you have to do that. So Yeah, you do. <clears throat> okay. Um, should we start at the top? Because <laughs> it's been a pretty busy week. There is, there is no top anymore. <laughs> okay, so start thing. somewhere in the list where you feel comfortable. Um, well, I should start with Texas. Um, Texas is going to have a hearing tomorrow um, at, uh, I believe, 8 o'clock in the morning. Um, and uh, we actually have, there is an organizational meeting tonight. If you're in Texas and listening to this, uh, you have about an hour before it starts. Um, that is at the Driscoll Hotel. Upstairs in the lounge area, 604 Brazos Street, Austin, Texas, 78701. Um, and uh, they will be discussing strategy and, and, and what people should be testifying about. And um, yeah, things are, are moving on that. Uh, there may be another favorable bill uh, that we can kind of point lawmakers to. I'm not going to talk too much about it. Um, okay. But, uh, you know, we'll, we'll kind of see. Um, but I think really importantly, um, and Julie wanted to make sure that I, I mentioned this, um, uh, a very uh, heartfelt and sincere uh, kudos to the Texas Safada chapter, um, who has really rallied the troops uh, oh, yeah. very, very well. Um, and uh, we've, we've, we've gotten a few pictures, I think, posted to our Facebook page. Um, and, and other people have sort of told us about it, but uh, the Safada vendors have um, uh, set up, uh, you know, laptops and iPads and stuff in their stores so that as people come in, they can participate in our call to action. Um, so uh, just, again, a really big thank you to uh, the Safada chapter in Texas for uh, getting people moving and, and, and turning out a lot of participation. Yeah. Um, oh. <laughs> Have you opened <laughs> up the spreadsheet for your horrible list? No, I decided to keep it simple and just go with what we okay. have posted. On our <laughs> you guys should rename that the click of doom. Yeah. No, no, no. We're, we're it. I call it the horrible list because of um, Dr. Horrible single. Oh, never mind. Sorry. Go ahead. I haven't seen it. Um, I know that, uh, let's see, Oregon was today. Um, we kind of got to this one a little bit late, but uh, yeah, there is, I guess, a meeting underway right now in Oregon. So we'll see how that turns out. Um, oh. It's a flavor, a flavor ban and an indoor use ban. Um, so uh, not much to update there. I think we, uh, we may not have talked about this last week. Um, but, uh, again, this is so much going on. <laughs> I actually didn't get around to putting this up until sometime Sunday. Um, 
but uh, hopefully that got to the right people in the right amount of time. Um, Indiana is next. Um, 1432, HB 1438, HB 1432, uh, uh, must die. <laughs> okay. Uh, I will be sending out an email to uh, Indiana residents tonight at some point. Um, updating that with phone calls and emails just to kill the bill. There's really no amending it or salvaging it. It just, it needs to go. Um, <clears throat> and there's sort of that, um, I guess, legislator drama going on there where, <clears throat> you know, the bills, one of the bills, is it Yoder? Is he in the House or the Senate? I'm you're you're so much more up on this than I am. Um, I'm just like, what do you need? <laughs> I'll get you what these, you need. I don't... I'm going to get these mixed up, and I shouldn't. Um, I don't even know. And I'm starting to get Utah and, and Indiana mixed up because of this kind of general lack of honesty. <laughs> <laughs> Need honesty. Look at California. They're doing fantastic. They don't need any honesty there. Oh yeah, that's that's going really well. Um, <laughs> yeah, you know this is and this is going to go on all week. They seem to be slowly. I've totally shifted gears now. Indiana, expect an email. Fourteen thirty-two must die. Um, and uh, I'll just shift right into California. Um, uh, we have a very brilliant member of the vaping community. Um, I don't know if I should pimp his well, name or, well, or what. But I, I don't I'm think just... someone from California, someone very tech smart, yes. good with computers, has an awesome computer desk. We'll leave it at that. And uh, has, has, has managed to put together a counter campaign to... Uh, California Department of Health's um, uh, still blowing smoke <laughs> campaign or wake up. I don't know what what name they're going with. Um, and uh, he managed to do this for no money uh, in, in his limited free time and uh, did it over the weekend. Um, so there is a social media frenzy happening right now. It's been going on since late last night um, to kind of shut this down. And I think I think it's fair to say that we're not really going to be able to effectively counter this in uh, you know, television spots or print media or outdoor print media. Um, no. But uh, right now we kind of own the social media space. So that's um, that's interesting. Um, and if for anybody that's curious, go check out. Um, first go not blowing smoke.org. You have to go, you have to go to still blowing smoke.org or whatever it is. Not blowing Um, smoke.org is theirs, but yeah, go ahead. I mean, still blowing smoke, still blowing smoke is the California department of public health one. If you Google it, you're not going to find it by the way, because it's been (laughs) knocked way down on the search results. Um, but, uh, just type it in and still blowing smoke.org and, uh, and then get good and angry and then go check out not blowing smoke.org and, uh, 
feel better about your friends. Um, we can't really discount social media either because there are so many newscasts and they're like, well, we were monitoring our Twitter feed today. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, social media really has weight to it now. Yeah. Well, you can find a lot of truth there if you look hard enough. You know, look past all the weird stuff. But yeah, that that is awesome. Um, well, what? Madison, Wisconsin had a meeting that started at 530 <laughs> tonight. Um, Madison was looking at an ordinance that would require, uh, I, well, it would redefine um, vapor products or it would redefine tobacco products to include electronic cigarettes, vapor products, what have you. Um, and then it sort of read, well, the definition of a tobacco retail store is anybody that sells tobacco products. Um, and then um, the ordinance was, you can't be located within a thousand feet of a whole bunch of places, you know, oh, schools, yeah. libraries, daycare facilities, um, water fountains, yeah, it was ridiculous. Uh, baby yeah. ducks. Um, <laughs> and, uh, and then it was also that you couldn't be, less than 500 feet away from another tobacco retailer. Yeah, I think it was it, another it was, one. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was going to basically force a bunch of the vendors completely out of business there. Which is kind of interesting because you could be a, a, a dedicated vapor retail store and be located in a strip mall that's anchored by, say, a Walgreens that still sells tobacco, and you wouldn't be able to stay there. So you you would have to actually it, it does, there's no grandfathering in there either. So it would uh, Kristen added it up and she did a quick Google uh, map search and found nine uh, dedicated vapor retail shops that would be forced to shut down. Uh, and I think there were seven other stores that sold vapor products and tobacco that would also be forced to relocate or shut down. Um, so uh, that's a pretty horrible ordinance and. Uh, I'm curious to see how that went. I mean, that was another one we kind of um, were not able to get anything substantial out until the last minute. Yeah. But uh, hopefully Madison residents would have responded. I, I would um, think so. And then I just looked. I got a bunch of other alerts. I got a couple for, I don't know if anybody is in Brockton, Massachusetts. Um, so there's a... Karen, there's, <laughs> if you're listening... A, I, Sorry, I don't, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know where Brockton is, um, but it doesn't uh, matter. It's in it's in the third, the eighth circle of hell. That's what Massachusetts is. Go ahead. I haven't read the entire ordinance, um, but there's a meeting in less than an hour there. Um, <laughs> so if somebody, oh god, it, it might just be prohibiting sales to minors, which um, we're we're all good with that. Yeah, that's fine. It, well, <laughs> usually it's fine. Um, they, unless, yeah, but they unless, sneak. They they sneak crap in. Yeah, unless you're Texas, and then you've got to make it all weird. Um, well, it's not like Massachusetts hasn't made things weird. Yeah. <laughs> um. So I was wondering. I know you probably don't want to do this, but can you talk a little bit about the FDA call to action? Mm. Absolutely. Sorry, I had to get a drink of water there. Um, no, I, I, I know. I have like, <laughs> I go through about three filter bottles of water during a show. Go ahead. 
Um, so, um, wow. What would you, uh, where, where should I start? <laughs> um, how to, uh, I'll, I'll I'll read the slight bit of background I know, and if, if you want to jump in with the how-to, that'd be great. Sure. In December 2014, the FDA held the first of a series of workshops in which experts were invited to inform them about the physical characteristics of e-cigarettes. It should be no surprise that the people who were granted time to speak were largely non-experts and that the consumer representatives were closed out of this meeting. So... You can change that. You can tell the FDA what you know by <laughs> Alex. Um, submitting, uh, man, anything really. I, there's so many people with so much technical knowledge of these products in the community. Um, I actually posted up an Instagram post, um, just hopefully encouraging people that would qualify themselves as an expert in the vaping gear, mm -hmm. even the liquid, honestly, if you, if you DIY, I, I would think that you would have some, some intimate knowledge of, of, uh, of, of making liquid, um, maybe, you know, uh, substances that you would stay away from substances that, you know, are benign, um, any general experience that you've had with that, um, perhaps the safety protocols that you use in your own um, facilities, if you will. Um, uh, yeah, and then, of course, you know, for the rest of us, like myself, I don't necessarily <laughs> consider myself a, an expert. Um, uh, you know, I just making my how-to video, I ended up submitting two, maybe three comments where I went and... Uh, uh, copied the text of video reviews from, you know, Phil Basardo and Oh, Grim, thank Grim you. <laughs> oh, thank you. I was hoping people would copy the text from Phil's videos and send them in because he's so in depth and gets so <laughs> technical and really explains so much that I know these harebrained idiots have no idea about. It's, it's difficult because, um, I think between the two of them, they actually have very few, and I think Phil probably more than than, than Nick, um, because his videos are so long. I think when you upload videos and enable the closed captioning feature, it mm -hmm. maybe it takes more time to process. Right. Um, so uh, I, I think there are actually a limited number of Phil's videos that that have the closed captioning. But you have to check. You have to look and see that the video. Is uh, has the closed captioning enabled, and then you can get the transcript. Oh, um, and that's wonderful. And the FDA should have to read these things. Yeah, they're kind of funny translations too. So, well, you <laughs> it's know, like, it's it's like Google uh, Dictate or whatever the Google app is that does it. Um, so you, you get some that. very strange words, but it's still to sit there and have an FDA intern have to figure out what this combination <laughs> of letters and numbers actually means, um, might be kind of entertaining. I, you know, the, hopefully, you know, even if they can't get through the transcript, mm -hmm. there's always the video. You can go watch the video and spend the 30 minutes and, right. and but learn I mean, something. They're legally required to read it. 
if you submit it as a document. Right. Which is all good. They need and, to read this stuff. And that, and that process, I, I, there's, there's a how-to video at the bottom of our call to action. Um, and, and you can take that process and apply it to, uh, say, a particularly informative uh, forum thread. Um, just, you know, copy what you want to, to, to print, print it to a PDF, name it, and upload that PDF copy of what you read in that forum post to the FDA. Maybe I should produce another how-to video for that. Oh. Um, okay, so what's upcoming besides Brockton, Massachusetts? Um, more and more comments to the FDA. <laughs> just you guys, you guys have till April fifteenth, and um, they're just this is this is kind of. I, I don't want to. I don't, I don't know. This is this is kind of this is slightly trolling on our part. I think. I um, wouldn't call it that. I, I, got, I, I I wouldn't either. It's it's you know there is honestly the potential that a lot of people submit things that are useful, yeah. um, absolutely more useful than most of what they heard at these workshops. <laughs> um, exactly. So yeah, the more the merrier, the more likely we are to get stuff in there that's of value. But uh, just to emphasize that everybody, so we have forty, we're, we've got forty-seven thousand members right now. I, I I would love to see that same number of of comments on this this particular docket. Um, so man, that's that. Um, what did I say? I said Indiana. Um, I need to give a little bit of a boost to New York. We uh, issued a call to action. New York was like one of the first three that we issued this year. Mm -hmm. And um, nothing's really happened um, in terms of bills moving anywhere, things being assigned to committees. Um, but, uh, you know, the closer we get to the middle of the year, things start to happen there. So um, just everybody in New York should really be uh, on their on their on their guard and, and if you haven't already participate in the calls to action. Um, and I, I, I don't know how much updating we actually need to do on those, but uh, people in New York should not be falling asleep. Um, and uh, things are happening in Hawaii. Um, we issued a really brief update, um, I believe for a hearing that was happening today. Um, yeah, there's a hearing that happened today. Um, everybody in Hawaii, please, uh, just check in with Hawaii Vapors United. They seem to be, um, pretty on the stick with what's going on there. And they have, you know, Hawaii legislature has this feature where you can basically submit your testimony, you know, right there on the page online. Um, and, and the Hawaii Vapors have developed a tool <clears throat> that connects you straight through that page. Um, so it's, it's very useful, and uh, I hope that a lot of Hawaii advocates take advantage of that. Yeah. <sighs> I don't, man, I just don't know what else is going to happen this week. Um, uh, not much, I hope. 
Well, I don't want to get soft. Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, Another local alert uh, that I just saw this evening. um, I know I'm going to say this wrong. The Cleburne, Cleburne, Texas. Cleburne? It's not an O. It's a U. C-L-E-B-U-R-N-E. Cleburne, yeah. Cleburne. Um, this is similar to what we talked about in Asheville. Um, they're proposing an ordinance, um, that kind of allows businesses to prohibit or allow smoking in their property. Um, basically you just have to post a sign. Uh, but as far, I just read over this very quickly. Um, but uh it, it doesn't separate electronic cigarettes from smoking so if you prohibit smoking you're also prohibiting electronic cigarettes which doesn't really work if you're a vapor shop and you don't want people smoking in there um but you want people to be able to use an electronic cigarette um so i, I haven't sat down with this yet but um this is I, I, I find this stuff to be interesting because it's a lot closer to how I think cities should be dealing with this. Is well, you, 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 you add that extra layer of you know, empowerment to the business owner. I mean, a business well, owner can prohibit smoking or vaping on their property if they want, but you know, people seem to think that they need the, the backup of the city. Oh, which is that they me? Don't. No, that was very... <laughs> no, and, they don't... Uh, but yeah, you know, this, this works in that way that the city will back you up and there are, you know, consequences to violating the rule and, um, you know, but you're still left to kind of decide on your own. Um, but as long as the details get hashed out in that, whatever policy that separates, you know, smoking and vaping, then I I would think that that would be somewhat acceptable. And I'd love to be able to hold this up around the country as model language, you know? Yeah. I mean, but that's exactly how it should be being dealt with. You pay your taxes, you know, you basically own your own business. You should have the right to say, we will smoke here. We will not smoke here. That's a very um, libertarian way of handling things. But it's also the adult way, I think, to handle things. And it's a shame more governments don't think that's the way things should be handled. Instead of vandalizing the issue. I thought that the adult way was to spend millions of dollars on a misinformation <laughs> campaign <laughs> with slick videos and uh, oh no, you know what the adult stuff. way of ha- <laughs> the adult way of handling things is to hold a freaking press conference and talk about how important it is to to harness social media and say that you know as it's very important for people to get a non-smoking message. You're going to partner with Tinder to put your message out there. These are the same people who have come up with the still blowing smoke campaign. So they are. So, isn't, is Tinder, is, isn't that like yes, an adult, is that like a more sophisticated adult that's friend a, finder? That's, that's a hookup app. Yeah. 
Nice. So yeah, California Public Health is partnering with Tinder to spread their message. So that's that's good to know. So is does Tinder advocate safe sex, or is I, that know, like, or is it that con, do, do condoms lead to sexual promiscuity? See, I think and, I and think babies? that sounds more like their message, though, doesn't it? More babies. More babies. <clears throat> more babies to protect and justify <laughs> higher taxes on reduced harm. Or baby work. means more money in pharma and medical research, though. Mm-hmm. Yes, as well. Yeah. More more people to soak the ever-loving crap out of for tax money in the future. Sounds like a plan. Um, so, basically, it's legislation, legislation, legislation. Um if, if, oh, if technically, you, that's my job. I know. If you if you give me a list of of what you need, I'll I'll work on it later. Okay. Well, fortunately, right now today, that list of local stuff is down to one. Um, okay. I, I think there's maybe might be maybe two. Um, okay. It's just we get that up. I'm, I'm sorry. This seems to be taking more time than I had intended. Um, <laughs> Julie. Okay. Julie's going to go through all of this and just curse me for letting this go on for so long. Um, oh, that's kind of my fault too, but I'll, I'll go through and do what I did with the last one and just tag all the stuff that we talked about so that she has an easy time finding it <laughs> when um, she goes to transcribe it. Yeah, so, so this one will just be a name without a link because I won't get this out uh, yet, but uh, it looks okay. like April 15th, El Cerrito... California, California. Uh, looking at an ordinance. We anticipate an ordinance um, will be coming uh, that would prohibit the sale of flavored tobacco products. Um, samples. This is another. This is another ordinance like uh, Madison, thousand foot buffer. Um, uh, a thousand feet between tobacco retailers and five hundred feet from schools. Um, <laughs> so, what they it's okay to be close to the kids, but you don't want tobacco retailers negatively influencing each other. Well, use. if you have too many of them in one place, they must open a vortex. That must be the problem. Right, Satan comes through, eats <laughs> children. It's it's been documented. Uh, <laughs> it's a horrible mess. Sorry, uh, I shouldn't laugh at this stuff, but at least there's still humor to be had. You have to, or you cry. So yeah. it's just the deal. Um, so anyway, El Cerrito, California, if you're out there, uh, pay attention. Watch your city council. Maybe just attend a hearing. Bring a book. Um, <laughs> um, what else do I have? Yeah, sorry. Thanks for your help on the New Jersey thing in Princeton. Um I don't even know what I, I um I I found the um I found their uh the way that they uh they have their um email set up so I did that too so, but I've got to I've got to edit that document before you can do anything with it. Oh, right. um, yeah, so they're doing the Tobacco Twenty One. Yep. Um, I guess that's it. That's all I could find because you can't, they don't have the link to the legislation because 
it's too easy for you to prepare for that if the legislation is out there, like we saw with New Orleans. Right. When I was ready to do something with New Orleans, but until like eight hours before they were going to go and talk about this stuff, they didn't have the legislation up anywhere. And they all do this and they all pretend that they're advocate they're doing the open government thing and following the sunshine laws and they're not they're deliberately handicapping handicapping advocates who would go and protest these things by making it hard to find the information well i'm just saying from my experience this is a first reading um and it's tobacco 21 which i would raise the age in new jersey it's 19 so i would raise it up to 21 in princeton um which of course would most likely cut out uh, anyone between the ages of 19 and 21, or 19 and 20 year olds who are already smokers who might choose to use a low risk smoke free product like snus or electronic cigarettes. Can you tell I've been writing copy for these calls to action for three months? I um, can. <laughs> um, and uh, so uh, that is happening on Thursday at 7.30. Um, anybody in Princeton, New Jersey wants to go hang out board a health meeting? <laughs> it sounds like a fun time. It sounds like a fun time. Go on but down. Go on down. You know you <laughs> want to. It's nothing but fun at those things. It's nonstop um, fun. So maybe I will be able to get something out for that. Um, but uh, Yeah, just um, when I get done here, I'll go edit that. It, it won't take me long. Cool. Thank you very much for your help. Oh, it's it's my pleasure. And um, I want to thank the, the other person on your team for helping. I know Angela. Right, Angela, thank you very much. And poor Julie was helping too, and I know she didn't want to. So thank you, Julie, as well. Um, everybody's working really hard and going without sleep to put these local alerts and calls to actions out for you. So, you know, please join CASA if you haven't already. Submit your testimonials to testimonials at casa.org. Um, join us on our Facebook page. We are CASA. Uh, we CASA.org on Twitter. Or we are CASA Media on Twitter. CASA Media, yeah. We're CASA Media on Twitter. We're CASA Media on SoundCloud. So... Come and join us. We're also Kassam Media on Instagram. <laughs> yeah, on the horrible <laughs> photographic thing that Alex does. We're also Kassam Media on that as well. So come join us. Thank you, Alex, for everything you do. And I'm going to let you go do something normal since there's really nothing pending, I hope. <laughs> it's all pending. It's all there. And I know. But that first, then. Go watch Game of Thrones or something. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Cool. Thanks. Thanks, guys. Have a great night. You too. Thank you.